like, yeah, you would have shown up in some fancy clothes regardless. Okay, hang on. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Sorry, Shelby. Yes. <laughs> Shelby's joining us today for episode 41. CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 41. Today, uh, another guest interview today on our... We've got quite the lineup. We're just making our way through the lineup. Can I just say this is the first time I've felt underdressed for our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly. Our guest is wearing a dress. Yeah, unfortunately, that's where I'm either in my gym attire or in a dress and heels. I I feel like, yeah, you would have shown up in some fancy clothes regardless. Okay, hang on. Welcome to the show, (laughs) Shelby. (laughs) Shelby's joining us today for episode 41, and... Today we're going to talk about sort of like what brought her to CrossFit, but she has a more unique journey than a lot of us have experienced. And so right now she's working out while being pregnant at the same time. And we're going to talk kind of like how that has impacted or changed things as you prepare for that monumental piece of your life coming up. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually started CrossFit because of Whitney. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And Joanne. And Joanne. And Joanne. Yes. Because yeah, we worked together. Yes. Dance together. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, me and Wood got quite close, actually, at the dance studio. And I was going to other gyms, and I was going with my dad, actually, and we were getting all this private coaching and doing all of these things. And then we'd fall off track as soon as we'd stop with the private coaching. So, I just never felt that consistency, and I felt like I'd go into the gym and I would kind of pick and choose what I'd want to do that day. And then we would, I'd stop. So Wit actually just had mentioned and. I brought you like as a mm-hmm. friend, right? Yeah. Do you remember what workout it was? Yeah, I, I it did. was bad. It was <laughs> bad. It was, it was really like rowing and walking lunges, wasn't yeah, it? And, yeah. And I remember like, holy, I got my butt kicked pretty yeah. hard. And I love that. Like that was like probably the best thing for me is just coming in and just getting thrown because that's the type of workout that I like to do. At the time, I remember I couldn't even sit on the toilet the next day (laughs) and getting off the toilet. So, um, but I was hooked right away because it was just the atmosphere. And I guess being a dancer, I just loved having class atmosphere and having coaches and just knowing, hey, this is how you properly do things. And this is why, and this is how your body should move. And, um, And then I didn't have to think, I could come in here and just do the workout. And that was like the best appeal to me. So, and that's an interesting because I don't think that has been brought up on our show before where somebody was getting private coaching before and it not working for them and for whatever given reasons and then finding success through our program that way. So what do you think was the difference between having that person, like that very personal uh, approach prior to and then coming into this program and it being somewhat the same, but somewhat a little bit different? So I felt like the focus was a lot on muscle groups when I was doing um, private one-on-one training. And I think that that's, there's beneficial things to that, but it was always about like, oh, I want my biceps to look like this, or I want my stomach to look like this. And it wasn't an all rounded workout. It felt like I was doing my, my chest and arms and back one day, and then it would rotate into something else. And 
I felt like when we come here, it hits every component. And I know that there's sometimes that we just focus on a few, you know, legs that day or, but it, it's the endurance level that comes with it. And you feel so much more success. Did you yeah. find like in real life, it was having a more drastic Absolutely. effect rather than what you had been doing previously? I literally would come home every day from the workout and be like, I achieved a whole body workout and I feel like I can walk better. I can run better. Cool. I can teach dance. I was going to ask, but I know this huge, huge, huge in my teaching too. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you know, because when you become a, a teacher, right. And a, um, an instructor, you stop doing certain things because you're watching and you're correcting. And so I feel like I was missing lots of those components of like the full endurance to be able to get through a class. Um, and I just became more active as a teacher. I became more active outside of, you know, in, in my everyday life. Yeah. It actually ended up rotating into work and we did body breaks at work. And like, I started that and it was like how many stairs you can climb in, in a work day and like how many lunges was, you could do. Oh, and cool. it was just something that we incorporated and, and all the ladies were, uh, and Corey <laughs> were, you know, a part of that. And so it kind of translated into my whole life. And that's what I can say. It wasn't just my gym hour and then Sia. It just kind of became a whole. What do you think the biggest change over the years doing CrossFit has been for you? Um, oh, that's big a question. big that question. Multi-layered question. <laughs> huge, huge question. Um, I would say confidence. And I wouldn't say confidence in the way I look confidence of who I, I've become. And I think, frick, I'm pregnant, so I'm sorry if I get emotional during these. I'm not a cry. I'm not anyway. pregnant and I get emotional <laughs> when we do this, so it's okay. Um, I don't. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> um, Never. I think the big thing for me was just having confidence to make my own decisions in life and just having, you know, um, yeah, just confidence in who I am and not I, I think in life I became very much a people pleaser. And I know lots of people say that, but I felt like I was making decisions in life based on how much can I fit into the day so I can please you, you and you and say I did it all instead of really focusing on what I needed in life. And I, you're going to say, how does that relate to CrossFit? I think there's such a mental component in CrossFit that you don't even think you reach. And then all of a sudden some days it just clicks in and you're like holy like my mental capacity is so much stronger and it's just an hour a day but it it relates into your whole life that's the best way i can describe it and that is like one of the things that when i'm sitting with people here for the very first time just kind of going through what they want to achieve and their goals and you know they're about to start on this journey they are so unaware of that because they don't have the context of like what is about to come their way and some of the things that have been the most rewarding for me over the last 10 years of working with a thousand people that I have is just like when they have promotions at work or they have family achievements or whatever it might be, because uh, it, like I know it's what's happening in here. Yeah. And at the time they might, might not directly see that impact that the gym has on what it is like happening outside the gym doors. And that's exactly what it is, is that by starting small and like, one day you're lifting a little bit more weight and that just kind of amps up your confidence. And then just over time, all that confidence build, it has no other way to go than just to pour out into your real life 
stuff. And I mean, I experienced that firsthand and that was what ultimately led me to opening the gym was like, I just want to share this experience with everyone else because it has so much power to create so much change in your life and change for the good. Right. Right. Otherwise what you just stay complacent doing what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. So by no means are we going to laugh at that because we know that that happens and everybody in the gym knows that actually I'm not going to say everybody because there's probably people that are still maybe in the middle of that transition and just aren't aware of it yet. It usually takes like something big to happen for you to kind of like look back and and understand that this is where it kind of came from. Absolutely. Do you, do you know when that shift happened? Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. I think it happened gradually. Um, but I also think it was fighting inside of me and I just needed something big to happen in order for that to break through. Um, or maybe even the support and being surrounded by like-minded people. Oh, right. For sure. That's huge. Support and foster that inside of you to bring that out and be like, it's okay to Mm -hmm. not put others first. And Mm -hmm it's okay to work on this aspect of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I will probably say the transition for me was a lot, and he's not going to listen to this, I'll maybe make him (laughs) listen to it, but um, was probably, you know, meeting my husband and, and um, because he was, uh, yeah, and and being around like-minded people, but he was pointing things out in my life and I was going, holy crap, yeah, you're right. Like, Um, and everyone knows I've, I've stopped teaching dance, not everyone, but knows that was a huge thing for me. And it was a huge part of my life that I dearly miss, but I also realized that I was living for something else Mm -hmm. that wasn't for, you know, for me every day. And, and, um, so those were big shifts and those were big decisions in my life, but they really helped like CrossFit helped me make those decisions that were best for me and best for my husband and best for my dog and best <laughs> for my, my baby. Like I make decisions best for my dog too. <laughs> you know? So, um, I can just say, I, I think it was just forever there. It was just for someone just, you know, um, something to pull that out. And it was, it took time, but it got there. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's so cool. We've all had those moments. And mm-hmm. I just love hearing like everybody else's moments. They're, everybody, they're all different, right? But yet they're still the they're same. same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Going back, one thing is, Taryn, you were one of the reasons why I came too. So I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> because actually, I remember from basketball, right? From, from, um, school. from school. Yeah. And I remember I tried out for the senior basketball team. And I didn't know that about yeah. Oh, yeah, I actually liked basketball. I was actually good at it. Um, but I remember Mr. Hayden. Hayden um, I didn't go to the second tryout because he had said to me, um, you, you have to be at these practices. He said to all of us. So I was like, I can't commit to that because dance was a huge part of my life. So I didn't come and he actually physically, like he called me and he said, why aren't you here for the second day counts? I was like, I can't make the practices. And um, so anyway, he was really, but anyway, I remember watching you and just remembering how good of an athlete you were, just meaning dedication wise. And that made me appeal to coming here as well. Sorry, I had to touch No, that. no, absolutely. I think, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's, and uh, not that you need to be an athlete or anything. No, no, oh gosh, but, no, no, like I think that, what she says, like that dedication and the tenacity towards goals and all of that stuff. Like I think that I, draws yeah. people in for sure. I knew that you would lead people to get there. And that's where that was appealing to me. If you have a strong leader, 
getting, you know, mm-hmm. people in the right direction and I, and the dedication. Okay. That oh, hits okay. me a little in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> Warm and fuzzy now. There you go. <laughs> Just had <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, so let's talk pregnancy. How far mm-hmm. along are you? I'm 31 weeks. Yeah. She's wrong. She guessed 30. I guess 30. She's yeah. 31 weeks in one day. Yeah. I was off by the weekend. Yeah. Rick, I'm counting down. It's hard to keep track. Like, mm-hmm. it's flying by. Is it? It's <laughs> <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> no, no, it is. It definitely is. Um, it's been a crazy journey, I think, during COVID, too, to be pregnant. But I also think yeah. it's been, there's been joyful things that have come from that. Um, but yes, I am counting down. We have eight days, or sorry, eight days, eight weeks, and six days left. And we hope that baby comes sooner than that. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. Um, and Taryn helped you and supported you with some nutrition stuff that played a big mm-hmm. impact on where you are today. So do you want to? Yeah, so I've done the nutrition program before in the past and it was very successful for me, Um, but I wasn't 100% committed because I was like, I can't do this. I can't keep up with it. And it was just really my lifestyle. I just wasn't, I wasn't 100% committed. So I made changes this past summer of just eliminating things off my plate. Mm -hmm. And then I contacted Taryn and I was like, it's go time. Like I want to, I want to do this. And And just like to point that out when we had first sat down about that, your upfrontedness about like how committed you were this time was very, like it was, I knew that we were going to have great success just because of your upfrontedness about it versus some of the other times that we had dabbled into it. You know, you could, I don't want to say you could tell, but just, it was so black and white from some of the other times, just who was sitting in front of me. So that was awesome to see first and foremost. Right. And we had said, when I said like, what are your goals? Like, what is it that you're hoping to achieve with this? Yeah. So, which I'm not sure if Taryn has heard this before, but, um, one of my top, I gave her three and one of them was to just feel good about myself. Um, obviously just not losing weight, but just looking at my body as a whole, um, muscle mass, and um, just feeling more athletic. And then the other one was um, becoming pregnant. And um, I'm not sure if she's she's heard that one, but it was it's a was a big um, a big goal of my husband and I. We had been trying and were unsuccessful, and. Um, you know, I had to make changes in order to achieve that. We both did. And so um, we started the nutrition program. And first and foremost, anyone that says that it's you can't achieve it, you can't do it, you absolutely can because everything is set out for you. Um, if As long as you have the determination and the time, not the time, you put in the time and the effort into it, it's totally successful. So I had great success. Like, I think I, I only did it for three months just because I ended up getting pregnant <laughs> of it. But um, yeah, I started and I just was seeing such like such a huge change in just my, um, my body, um, but also in my mind, in my work ethic. Um, I felt so much healthier. And um, yeah, there was just so much success that comes along with that program. So honestly, I, I can't say it enough, but like if you're at that turning point of like 
you know, you're hitting the gym all the time, you're ready for that next level, the next step. Um, you've always said to me, was it 95 or 90% is nutrition? Maybe I've made that. 85%. Sorry. I'll, maybe. Take, I'll <laughs> take that. We'll take that. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge. And you know, what has always been a huge example for that. Like I've always seen you have your little containers and, and eating one and, on the floor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, I'm like, you know, I can achieve that too. I can do that. And so I think that if you're looking for that extra thing and you're looking for the next step, this, that's the place to go. That's great advice for people mm -hmm. on the fence about it. And the success that we did see from it was awesome. Like your goal. And I mean, we set out this arbitrary number of like 20 pounds. That was like, yeah. I, I think that if I can do this, then X, Y, Z will happen. And like toast to bar was like a big thing for yeah. you and pull-ups mm -hmm. and we hit those things along the way. Like we got to do all the cool stuff. But I think for me, the, the best part of it was like, I was sitting in my office one day and I get this card on my desk and it's a thank you card. It's actually hanging on my wall right there. And I open it up and you're like, here's the three things I achieved. And then also, and you wrote on the bottom about being able to become pregnant. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is like, that was the better thing, the best thing we could have achieved out of that, you know? So I'm glad that your effort and consistency and dedication to the program Put you in a healthy state that you can achieve something that you know you're not having success with leading up to and people ask me so like you know other people that are struggling getting pregnant how did you become pregnant like what do you think it was and I honestly say it was my nutrition yep. and it was I was eating all the proper things I was feeling good um, everything was just aligning and so I give probably 95% of that towards the nutrition program. I have to give my, my husband and myself a little credit there for the other, but um, yeah, so we achieved that. And I, I strongly, I strongly believe in that. I believe that it was the nutrition that got us to um, becoming pregnant. And honestly, I was so scared giving you that card, but I was so excited because I was hoping that you'd be excited. <laughs> I knew you would be. I but I just was, you know, it's a, it's a different, like, it's a different feel. And, um, I'm not sure if you would be like, Hey, congrats. Yeah. Like, um, but I, I remember your face and I remember actually how excited you were in that meant a lot. Of course. Um, with our nutrition program being so habit based, have you carried some of those habits over during your pregnancy? You're sitting here. She's got a giant smile. Yeah, I totally Cause have. you look fantastic. Thank you. Honestly. Thank like, you. Very, um, very good. It's totally translated into my everyday life now. Um, I'm not doing it as consistently, obviously, as, as, um, cause you gotta eat, you know, heck of a lot. And I have cravings, let's be honest. Um, and I don't deprive myself from those at this time, but I also am very aware of what I'm putting in my body. Um, and just realizing too, when I'm not prepped and I'm not at, you know, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And so why would I not want to feel good when I'm also growing a child right now? And there's so many more obstacles. So, um, yeah, no, it's every day. It's snacks for me and it's, um, meal preps. Um, so for example, my husband and I, um, I, 
he loves the cauliflower mashed potatoes and I freaking love them too. So we make sure that we incorporate that into our meal and he actually requests it and I actually request it. And so those are a few things that we made changes along the way. Instead of describing our easy to go things, we've we've looked at more nutrition based and you know what? It doesn't take that much time. It doesn't. I mean, getting to that point where it doesn't take time is a skill in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of on the forefront, um, you know, trips a couple people up sometimes, Mm -hmm. but the whole program is just based around like have some patience, how things, how go or how things go. It's not meant to be fast paced or perfect Mm -hmm. by any means. Right. And there were many obstacles that we faced along the way too, but we built strategies around them to, to get through that. Your day is absolutely packed as it is with your career Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so it's not, it's not perfect and nor should it be. Right. Right. So I posed questions to the classes this morning um, to see if they had any questions for you. Cause not like it has been a while since we've had somebody work out pregnant. Like I yeah, haven't I been around. Have, I, there must be There's, something in the water. Some few, <laughs> a handful of you. Of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, one question that came up was. my water bottle up at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh man. <laughs> Please quote that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's best. You should put that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Really sell the program here. Um, somebody asked, like, did your doctor support you continuing working out while pregnant? Okay. So huge. Cool. He actually told me you can do, like, if you're already doing, mm-hmm. you do it to the last day that you possibly can. Obviously, within means of if I couldn't, then we take a step back. Mm-hmm. But no, he totally supported um, CrossFit. He awesome. totally supported me working out. And he said that it's the best thing for you and baby. And, um, and he actually talked on the mental thing, which was really cool. And he said, um, there's so many changes that you have emotionally and mentally with your pregnancy that don't take away awesome, you know, your workouts. So he was so great. So I had that support right off the bat. Um, cause I have had people actually question me and go, really, you're still working out. And I'm like, I, it always kind of throws me a little bit back because I'm like, why, why wouldn't we be yeah. still prepping our body for, mm-hmm. um, a baby? Like that's the, probably one of the biggest labor <laughs> that, that, that we do in life. Um, and so why wouldn't we prep our body or continue to nurture our body? And that? when it's done properly and safely, there even more so no reason why you shouldn't be, you know, and we've had many of communication between you and the coaching staff of, you know, how this journey goes, like where you are along that pregnancy, what sorts of things do we need to continuously keep changing right. to ensure that we're always making sure that, it, you know, safety first mm-hmm. and that we don't harm it along the way. I mean, things like, changing movements. Like we're not going to be slamming your belly down on the ground doing burpees, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the one positive. <laughs> have, have burpees. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, pregnant now. Yeah. Decreased <laughs> loads and intensity more so is like, Hey, now your focus is just here to move okay. and to make sure that we're continuously doing that and focusing on your breathing and all those good stuff so that your blood pressure stays a little bit down. Right. You know, being active, just like you said, is one of the most important things and is going to make that transition easier. And you can ask any of the, the women in the gym who have been pregnant and are still here, they will say, and I, I specifically like to talk to the ones that have had kids before and then once becoming into the gym, that it's such a drastic change from like 
how prepared they were the first time versus how they were prepared while they were working out mm -hmm. and how much easier it is. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Exactly. Um, I always envied, like not, not envied, sorry, that's the wrong word, but I always um, looked at, you know, people that were active during their pregnancy and I was just in, always in awe and I wanted to be that. I wanted to continue that and I want to show my child that in the future. I mean, awesome. I, I think that's a huge, huge thing. Um, going back to the when I first told you guys, and I think that's the biggest thing is just having communication with the people that um, are a coaching you. Um, also just uh, your doctors and consulting with all of that. But I, I um, remember the first little bit you like knowing and you knowing and kind of having to go, okay, Shelby, now you have to change your intensity. You have to change these things. And it was a big change for me. It was a hard change because I just had saw so much success because of the nutrition plan and everything that I was doing. And I, I wanted to keep going. I wanted to go on to the next thing and keep achieving those things. But my job had changed. Mm -hmm. Job, my, my role had changed here. And um, so that was a big change for me because you're at the beginning of pregnancy too, you're not really, you, you have morning sickness, don't get me wrong and all those things, but you don't have, your body is still, feels like you can do all those. Right. Yeah, like, so you don't have a bump in the way where now it's like, okay, I can't do these things. And it's probably easier to make those changes because you have to, right? Absolutely. Whereas before, like, I remember, and it was hard for me coaching you, like, you had just gotten some awesome kipping pull-ups and it's like, now we're pregnant and now we're at a stage where we can't do kipping pull-ups anymore. Like, it's just not safe. Yeah, and weighted pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and having to be like, hey, Shelby, I don't think this is a good idea. And you're going, oh, just one. I was like, I don't think this is a good mm -hmm. idea. And then you hop down after doing one, you're like, nope, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> like that back and forth, like mm -hmm. it, it's tough. I think it, but you have always been open to the scaling and open to the modifying. And I think that um, has been awesome. And I know that wasn't easy for you. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, what is that self-talk like when a super intense workout is on the whiteboard and we're, you know, yelling at everybody, not yelling, but like motivating mm -hmm. everybody that they got to be out there going head into the wall type of intensity. Mm -hmm. What does that self-talk look like? Well, at first, honestly, it was like, I'm not great self-talk because I wanted to yeah. be like, I, I, I can do this. Why can't I do this? You know, pull yourself together, you know? Um, but I think now it's about, okay, your needs are different than the person beside you, which they always are, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to really concentrate on what you need versus the person next to you. And so it's about setting the tone. Like sometimes I would look at that workout and go, I can still do that. I can still do that. I can still do that. So I hope they don't tell me that I can't do it. Right. Um, but then I have to walk through it and go, okay, no, maybe that's not the best thing. So it's just being prepared and kind of going, this is different. Um, and it's okay to be different. You're lucky that you're here. You're lucky that you're getting to work out and just think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, What's always said to me during those workouts too, uh, you're here to move, you're here to move. And I've had to honestly have her in my head <laughs> being like, you're here to move. Yeah. So those things, and like you always check in with me, you know, you're like, are you good? Is everything okay? Well, man, yesterday I gave you an extra round of stuff to do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's always different in terms of what we're doing. And sometimes we're scaling back and sometimes we're scaling back, but adding on in a different way. Mm -hmm. And that worked perfectly. Like it was a perfect kind of model. Absolutely. It's just so too. controlled, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and I remember actually one of the times too, you had come up to me and you're like, mm, 
I think it was a lifting day. Yeah. And I was like, I know that you're capable of that, like, but we're not going to do that and today. I think yeah. the lifting has been the hugest yes. thing of change for me because I'm like, you know, and I'm so excited when other people lift because that's something I really love. Yeah. And so this is not vet. This is not going against you. This is me being excited because a vet can lift more. And honestly, everyone knows when we've worked out together and been in those competitions, like when she achieves a lift, I'm like, that's the best feeling as a partner, right? When she does that, see, getting emotional again. <laughs> but, um, you know, seeing her lift more than I has been like a really like, I'm cheering her on and so excited for her, but also being like, I want to get there. I want to do that. I want to, you know, but it's just a different, a different role now. Like it's a different thing. I have to look, think about it. Hey, maybe I do more reps and do less weight. And, um, that's been a change. So, um, I don't want to sound like I'm not giving <laughs> that I'm not excited for other people, but that's been a change for me. So I remember you coming up to me too and just saying, Hey, you know what? We need to pull it. We need to, your intensity needs to change. And look at all that difference in conversation goes. I just want to point that out. I don't think we should be doing that. Hey, we need to cool it. <laughs> there she listened to both times. Yeah. And I, I think here's the thing too about CrossFit. Yes, you guys teach very differently, but at the same time you get me. And so you know how to push me and you know how to push me. And that's the coolest thing about being here is that, you know, the next person next he needs a different way mm-hmm. of being taught but mm-hmm. i i appreciate different things too so i like being the hey cool it or get up there and do another one you know um it's funny that we talk about like lifting and stuff because somebody asked this morning when we were talking about hey we're interviewing shelby they the question was how come she can still move so well like honestly when we did um we were doing snatches the other week your technique is still flawless. Yes, and you have to. Yes, your bar path bar is slightly different <laughs> because you have, but your like yeah. technique and moving, like people are seeing that, and you are like inspiring them, mm, thank which you. is really cool. Yeah, that you is, said you wanted to be that person. Mm-hmm. You are that person. Mm-hmm. Thank That's you. Really cool. Um, see, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, we have an allotment of tears we allow on the show, <laughs> and you're like getting Get really close. Really, yeah. so. really close. Really um, close. I think the reason why I can move so much is that I've been here and I've been. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel um, I really appreciate technique. So yeah. I think that every time, like you give someone else a correction, I'm trying to apply it to myself. Um, so, and I've done that all the way along. So now being pregnant, it's, it, it still is translating, I guess. It's, it's just being, my body's been trained to do it. So I can still continue to do it. You're right. I have to pass it past my belly. So I do feel like sometimes it's good because I'm like, I know this isn't how it's supposed to look. Um, but you know, I, I also, I guess my biggest thing to tell people is listen to the coaches, know they know what they're talking about. So sometimes when you get a correction and it's like, oh, they keep saying this to me. I'm doing it. Why are they keep telling me? You're actually not. You just think you are, right? You're making little progress to it, but you're not there yet. And so just listening to those things. And I think that once you get that technique, then when you're pregnant, it's a little bit easier to continue that technique or modify it mm-hmm. the way you need to. Can I use that quote as a Terranism going forward? Like, 
Sure. Just because you think you're doing it, you're not. That's why I keep telling you. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's true. Sure for that. Yeah. No, it Both is. Us, please. <laughs> yeah. 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 I also think you've seen some, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I know I'm right. You've seen some great success because your 7 a.m. class has been so supportive. Oh, frick, yeah. Yeah. I love my 7 a.m. class. I actually, going back, I actually had placenta previa halfway mm -hmm. through my pregnancy, and I was freaking devastated. If anyone doesn't know what that is, it's the placenta is in the way of the cervix, and so they kind of have to halt you in, in some ways. But I was like, oh my gosh, now I don't get to work out, all these things. And I text you guys right away and said, hey, this is what happened. Um, and we took a little step back, but then we found a way that we could progress mm -hmm. forward. Um, so what was my point of that? I don't know. We were talking about the 7 a.m. Yeah, class. thank you. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And then you said <laughs> pregnancy break. Yeah, yeah pregnancy break. <laughs> it's a real thing, honest to God. Um, but um, you had said, uh, suggested private, you know. Private training. Yeah, private training. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm down for that. If that keeps me in the gym, keeps me moving. And I love one-on-one -on -one work. But I also was really sad to like let go of my group class because I love my group class. My 7 a.m. is awesome, okay? If anyone hasn't come to 7 a.m., they need to try it out just because you get quite the dose of... And they envelope everybody in. Like even Absolutely. there are some people that are very regular to the class, but... There isn't eight regular people that are always no. there all the time. And I think that's the best part about that 7 a.m. class is that they just pull new people in right away. And I mean new as in like anybody that's attending that class that may not regularly. Right. That is the best part about it is that it's just there's a few of them and they just grab everybody. And now you're this one big kind of group of people. And it's, it's fantastic being a part of that. Mm -hmm. I find that they're very motivating, um, but at the same time, they're hilarious. And it's like, it, sometimes the things that come out of people's mouths, it just, you have to laugh and, you know, it, it makes things light, but it also makes things, you know, I, I guess we push each other still. Yep. Oh, very, sure. very different groups of people. Like we're all very inclusive to everyone, but very different needs throughout that. So it's probably a challenging class for all of us like for you guys yeah. to teach um and probably our attitude too which doesn't include me because <laughs> oh no I'm just kidding but um it's probably a very very challenging class to teach but it's also the most amazing well and I think they've been great too and just how they can be super blunt with you when you have those days where you you come in saying you feel like an elephant or whatever and somebody turns to you and they go yeah you're pregnant like yeah. they're just like <laughs> yeah. super blunt or when there's days that you're down because it's just not going well for you they'll have that empathy with you mm -hmm. right and you get the whole scale and scope of the spectrum with them and I and I think oh yeah and super supportive yes in, like tell us about the medicine ball thing oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. so medicine ball um I doing sit-ups, right? We were doing sit-ups with the medicine ball and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know. And they're like, um, we had Craig, Craig like, and Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they literally like, Shelby has two medicine balls. Like she had one in her stomach and then she's doing that. Like, I'm like, yeah, cause it's harder for me to get yeah, up. Yeah. Right. So they literally took the medicine ball and put it in their shirts to try to Feel what it would feel like being pregnant doing a sit-up oh, and like the three it, of you are sitting there yeah. on the ground next to one another and these two just men are doing it along yeah, with exactly 
That's freaking awesome. awesome. Love them. And like, I honestly, yeah, I have nothing but great things to say about every single person that comes to the SMAM and, and everyone that comes to the gym, but I'm very lucky to have a support of people around me. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, another question that came up in class today was, is there a skill or a movement that you weren't expecting to be hard? Like you thought you could do it forever while pregnant, but it actually surprised you that it was more challenging. Well, uh, actually rowing, <laughs> which sense. is, yeah. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Cause I guess I thought so rowing, you can there, just, yeah. um, I feel like rowing is very, Oh, and like you guys could probably correct me, but open to, um, everyone kind of getting that, the movement's very hard and very complicated, but um, how do Just I like say? Just like the technique yeah. wise, like it's something yeah. really anyone can do, right? That's what yeah. I mean. I feel like, so I didn't expect to have um, such a feeling of like, because my knees have to go way <laughs> to the side now. And like the push just is not there off my legs. And I, I so I lose some technique in Whitney's always like, Shelby legs, you know, push. And um, it's hard for me to get that. So that's been a little bit challenging. Um, I think sit-ups, I really actually really love sit-ups and I think we're related. So I think that that's been a little bit of an obstacle for me too. Um, and even just dialing back. Yeah. And not yeah. even doing them anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just realizing. What has, what has gotten easier? Um, burpees, because I don't have to go all the way to the ground. <laughs> I have to say that one. But P.S. So when I actually started in nutrition and I was starting to feel really good, I actually liked burpees. And I actually... I don't want to say I liked running, but I, I started to enjoy that. So, um, I, I don't have a hate on for them anymore, but, um, yeah, burpees has been, um, easier cause I haven't had to do the full. Well, and, and in your defense too, I usually make you do more Yeah, cause you're only going halfway. Right. So people are like, Oh, Shelby's pregnant. She doesn't have to do the full burpee. She's usually doing more, but I actually like that because then it actually pushes me in my brain. I'm like, yeah. they have to go to the ground. So you better yeah. keep going. Yeah. Like that's, that's the kind of, let's dial it back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like there's, there's some of that, that I have to change my motivation now. I'm like, Oh, they're doing it full. Like mm -hmm. they're doing the, what's expected. I'm doing a little bit that's scaled, which is awesome and great, mm -hmm. but you better keep, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So when you look back at sort of all the accumulation of events, how has this journey changed your life? Oh. Or what type of impact has it had on your life? I guess is a better way um, to say that. I think just being a whole, like a whole, I want to say wholesome person. Um, but just, if I didn't have CrossFit, I don't, I actually don't know where I would be. That sounds really cheesy to no, say. No, I have Definitely. said the same thing too. Um, especially in big life changes for me. Um, I think I don't know. I don't know if I would have found something that I fit into that I would have felt motivated and encouraged and challenged and um, driven. Like, I, I don't know where I would have found that. Um, so I think it's just, it's not, I, when I think about CrossFit, I'm like, it's not that hour of my day. It feels like it, it defines who I, I am. Like when people ask me, what do you, who are you? Right. And the first things you want to say is your, your occupation and your career and whatever that you do. I feel like CrossFit's up there. Like that's in my definition of who I am. And 
that's crazy to some people, but I, and it's not that I've, you know, been on the elite level of CrossFit that I'm, you know, going to regionals or, you know, doing those things, but I feel like it defines part of who I am and I'm proud of it. I don't really have, like, I, when people are like, Hey, what do you do? Where do you go? I'm like, CrossFit. I go to a CrossFit function and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I love it. Like, I actually enjoy talking about it. Cause you're like, yeah, we did this today. And like, you just, they're like, what, you know? And they're like, you can do it too. Like, let's, let's okay. get you there. So mm-hmm. what would you say to somebody that's asking you about it? They're on the fence about joining. What, what is like the greatest piece of advice you could give somebody who's a little bit nervous? They don't think it's for them. Um, oh, I, I think you just, you gotta, I feel like everyone says this, you just gotta come, you gotta be in this door and you gotta realize that you feel like you can't be where other people are. Like you, people have a stigma of thinking of CrossFit being, you know, that you have to do all these. You have to be fit. To yes. Change. Yes. Which is huge. And I think that, um, a, a kudos to you guys. You've, you've really shown that it doesn't matter what age you are, which size you are, which background of, um, you know, athleticism that you have, it fits for everyone. And whether, you know, I see you in the morning cause you're usually teaching us, um, but I see Taryn teaching PT classes and I'm like, wow, the success that those people have seen. And you've started off so, you know, um, steps that they needed to take in order to get there and look at what they're accomplishing. It, it is not just for one person. It's not for this mold. It's for everyone. So I would say um, have courage. Walk through the doors. And, you know, I, you've said this to me before, too let us handle it. And you, you kind of have to surrender when you walk in and you want to surrender because you're like, this is freaking awesome. I want to be here. I want to do this. And I want to, you know, um, and I also think from a CrossFitters perspective, I'm never going to be at the top of the class all the time, or I'm never going to be in the middle of the class all the time or at the low, you know, at the lower end of things like meaning scaled all the time. You change all the time throughout that journey. And that's the best thing about CrossFit is that you don't always, you're not always hundred percent at everything. <laughs> like you always have something to grow and change to. So um, I don't know if I give the best, but courage will get through the doors and the rest is, is handled. Whew. That was heavy. Do you have tears? No. But. <laughs> I, I'm like, I hope making sense because I'm going to listen to this after and be like, Shelby, I hope there's my biggest piece of advice. Don't listen to it after. (laughs) Good. Okay. Um, Do you have any advice for new or like expected moms or maybe even people who are considering getting pregnant, like and thinking about fitness or even our members who are again, considering getting pregnant and what that looks like for them mm-hmm. in terms of continuing with their fitness or starting fitness. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, I'm going to hit the nutrition part right away. I think that that's huge. You're even thinking about your water intake and what you're getting per day, like your body needs to prep to conceive, right? Um, now going to the fitness level, don't be scared. Come talk to people, talk to your coaches, um, and keep moving. 
like that's the healthiest thing for you to do is to have your body be ready to I keep saying conceive, but to, you know, start growing a child is having all like your having your body at the healthiest state only means that your baby's going to be healthier and that you're going to be healthier through that process. Um, so keep going, communicate with, um, the coaches and, um, and talk to other people that have been pregnant and that, you know, I, I talk to so many people and they say, I wish I would have kept going. And so I've always kept that in the back of my head and just said, you know what, I want to be the person that is keeping active and doing those things as long as I can. It's awesome. Those are, it's a great book of advice for people. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it is. Okay. Yes. I think that wraps up our episode 41. Thanks for hanging out with us, Shelby. Yeah, it's me on this side of the table and this side of the mic for once. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks right. for as, me. as always, if you have questions for Shelby and her journey, you know, through this whole pregnancy thing and how she's keeping up with it, um, as well as what happens after, like how you rebound back from that and get back into it, feel free to send us a message and we'll pass on to Shelby and get the answers for you. Yeah, there was a request today to have you back on after baby and do like a postpartum oh, okay. episode. Yeah. I know. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's cross that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was yeah. Cool. As always, check out oh, our Oh, wait, social. hold on. Oh. There was also another request. People wanted to know if Taryn was going to hold your baby. Are you going to hold my baby? How can you put me on the spot? I <laughs> had to ask. The people asked. The people asked. They wanted to know. Are oh. you going to hold Shelby's child? Like in, like infancy are you bringing this kid to class well i have to i of course i think you know with okay so i don't coach the 7 a.m class perfect so we'll schedule you in to hold the baby (laughs) so when you're nobody will do anything that was a setup let me make it like a three minute mom with like one back squat so you can all just watch you hold the baby while we rest we'll just put her like put the baby in a carrier yeah in a carrier one of those swaddle things yeah and you so you can still work out on this why am i contributing there you go all right episode 41 (laughs) is now done (laughs) 